0: Namaste. Jai Shivai. So we are here at the 4th and 5th mantra of uh, Ishopanishad and uh, this mantra is trying to explain us that Paramatma or the Supreme Being is One and because it is omnipresent There is nowhere to go, there is no movement in Paramatma at all, right? It's everywhere, it's always there, it's eternal, so there is no movement in Supreme Being. On the other side, we as a real, as an Atma, as a being, we have movement. Right? We have some movements to do and we can see the movement. Now, if you think of, you know, how far you are away from that Supreme Being, then there are several ways to look at and this mantra is trying to explain us that, you see, the fastest speed in us, in our human body, is the speed of our neurons, right? So in one second the neurons this can carry the signal to about 120 meters and then that means in one minute it's going to be about approximately 7 kilometers and 200 meters and that means in an hour somewhere around 432 kilometers per hour now that is one way of looking at it so neurons means We can consider that this is the speed of our 432 kilometers per hour is the speed of our manas, manas, the lower mind. The mind which is connected to the sensory organs. So that mind has this kind of a speed. Now mind can travel faster than that. The real chit that, that we have got, the chit not the manas. Manas is connected to your sensory organs, it's called as lower mind. But here we are talking about higher mind or the chit. So that mind has speed even faster than that, faster than your manas. How? See the light of sun takes approximately 8 minutes to reach earth, our planet, earth, Right? Eight minutes but if you can think of the Sun and very powerfully you can think of it then you are there if you think of forget about Sun if that seems too far-fetched of an idea to you but you can think of any location any geolocation. you can think of America Australia or you can think of uh, some other city some other place Uh, on this planet, in any other country, any island or any continent you can think of and you can be there instantly. It doesn't take eight minutes for us to think about America and be there. Or wherever your loved ones are, just think that wherever your mother, father, parents or your loved ones are living, if they are living in some faraway country, then you can just think of them and you are with them right any normal person has this ability yeah so but in terms of yogis those who have attained a lot of supernatural powers and everything and they can think of sun and they can be there on the sun they can think of moon and they can be there of the moon this is called as chidakasha travel or a lot of a lot of you know know it as a astral travel right so a lot of yogis have these kind of supernatural powers. They can think of North Star and they can be on the North Star just in that very moment itself. It doesn't take 8 minutes, 9 minutes to travel. So that means your Chit has the speed of traveling to different geolocations faster than light. Faster than light and sound you can travel. Still they are saying, this mantra is saying, that this is one way of traveling right this is one way of travel for us as a human being as an atma what is another way of travel another way of traveling is through the time you can travel into past you can travel into future you can be present now so one is time traveling or traveling on the time scale another kind of traveling is the traveling of different geolocations, going here on this planet or that planet or which whatever it is this is star that star So this mantra is saying no matter how much you can travel and no matter how much of a supernatural power you have to travel that you have got, okay, no matter how much astral travel you do and have fun around with that, doesn't matter, still you cannot reach supreme being if there is one bad sanskara in you, period. One bad sanskara in you can keep you away from Paramatma, from Brahma, from Supreme Being. And how much away? You can ask because Paramatma is everywhere. Supreme Being is everywhere. It's, it's, he's omnipresent. He, she, it is omnipresent, right? Still, the distance could be so much that you can think of that distance. As you know, as if you are away from the supreme being in terms of how many light years I am away from supreme being, or how many lifetimes I am away from a supreme being, or how many years I am away from supreme being. So you can think on in terms of time scale, as well as you can think of, okay, you are on the this end of the galaxy, and supreme supreme being or the paramatma or the Brahma is. On the other side of the galaxy or you can think of the entire universe that I am on this side of the manifestation or the creation while the Supreme Being the Paramatma is on the other side of the creation or manifestation so you see if there's one bad sanskara distance or the time between you and the Supreme Being could be enormous enormous yet he is everywhere. He doesn't have to travel. He is right there, right when you are ready. When enlightenment happens, nirvikalpa samadhi happens. It just happens in one with that very moment. The way we are, the day we are hundred percent empty, the moment we are in hundred percent empty and hundred percent surrender, it does not take samadhi. To start or to happen, there's no wait time there. It's just bang on right that very moment. Yet, the distance with Paramatma, with God, with Supreme Being, feels so much. And you end up, people end up saying that, oh, I'm praying for this and God is not listening to me. I'm praying for that and He's not giving me this, not giving me that. As if You talk in terms of as if there is a big distance between you and Paramatma. But always know neither there is a distance in terms of time that like how sunlight takes 8 minutes to travel to the planet Earth nor there is a distance in terms of geolocation. Why? We are not everywhere. We are not omnipresent but Paramatma is. God is. So then what is the distance? What is When we say there is so much distance between God is so much away from me or I am so much away from God. When we are making these kind of statements, what does it actually mean? We are referring to the spiritual ignorance that we have got. We are referring to the bad vasanas and sanskaras of ignorance that we have. We are referring to the bad emotional mental emotional behavioral patterns the chitvartis that we have got that's what we are referring to otherwise in terms of time there is no difference and in terms of geolocation there is no difference no distance at all between us and between paramatma so always know if you find that if you feel that distance if you feel that separation within you. It's only and only because of your sanskaras. It's only and only because of our own ignorance. Nobody is keeping us separate from Paramatma. Nobody is keeping us separate. There's no way we can be separate. So if that separation is felt, then that separation is only and only because of something within us. Nothing from his side. Nothing from the side of God or Supreme Being. Okay. So this is what this mantra is explaining to us. And another thing on the other side. Why they explain that, you know, your chit can travel at this speed. Your mind can travel at 432 kilometers per hour. Why are they explaining all that is because they wanted to tell you no matter how many supernatural powers you attain. No matter how powerful your senses become. No matter how much astral travel you do. This is not a way. Your senses can never. Your physical existence can never reach or attain Paramatma. Can never attain the Supreme Being. It's the real you. The being. The Atma that you are. Who attains the Paramatma. Or the Supreme Being. So it's the being who has to attain and get connected to the Supreme Being. It's not your body, not your senses, not any of your kundalini or energy or pranmaya kosha. It's nothing in your chitta. It's nothing in your vijyanamaya kosha. Nothing can ever attain. Paramatma. In other words, this is saying that jada... Jada means that which is not conscious. So this body is not conscious in itself. It's our consciousness, the consciousness of the being that you are, which gives you the perception through the body. But in itself, physical and material world, the gross reality is not conscious. So anything that is Jada cannot avail or attain to that which is Chetan. Chetan means conscious. Only the one who is conscious can attain the one who is super, supreme consciousness. Gross or the physical or the material existence cannot attain the one that is supreme conscious. Only the one who is conscious can attain. So only the Chetan can attain the para chetan. Only the being can attain the supreme being. Conscious can attain the super supreme consciousness. Never think that this body will you will go with to Paramatma in with this body. Now, body is a tool. The entire physical material gross existence of yours is a tool to expand. Go on expanding your consciousness. Go on seeing within what is pending for you. What what a Vidya what what. Ignorance is still there. What sanskaras are hindering your perception of Paramatma? What avidya, seeds of uh, ignorance are still there who is preventing you from perceiving the Supreme Being? So body is a tool for that. Mind is a tool for that. Senses are a tool for that. Right? But the, they are, they in itself, no matter how many supernatural powers you get, is still through those super, even those supernatural powers cannot take you towards the supreme being. It's the atma. It's the emptiness within. It's being getting rid of completely your ignorance, all the sanskaras. That is when you become the pure being that you are, the real being that you are, and that is the being, and that that being attains or avails Paramatma. The Supreme Being. That is what this is explaining. Now another thing that comes out from this Sutra. Fourth and fifth Sutras. Is that you know how sometimes we end up explaining to people. That if you do this. If you do not do your yoga. Then you will end up being a sick person or a rogi. Right. If you indulge too much into pleasure. You will end up. Ruining your life one way or the other or you know in other words We tell them if you don't don't keep your karma straight, then you will end up in bad places You'll get bad kind of bodies and birth the next time or you'll end up just going on to this hamster wheel, hamster wheel around and round and you will just uh, uh, Keep on taking birth after birth after birth and your life and birth and death cycle will not end So that is how we tell people uh, when they are going, walking their spiritual journey and stuff. So many people think that, uh, you know, it's a fear business. And yes, uh, if somebody tells you in a very wrong way that, you know, pay me the money. (laughs) Otherwise you are going to hell or give me 2% of your income and then you are going to hell. Then, well, that you, if you are afraid of it, you can call it fear business. But... Explaining somebody the rules of the universe, okay, is not about spreading fear at all, not at all, we are not spreading fear. It's like, it's exactly like how when you are teaching driving to somebody, somebody, you are teaching them how to drive a car, then you would go on explaining them about the road rules, right, that this is a traffic signal. And if you jump the red light, you'll get $250 fine. Or if you are driving over the speed of three, three over the speed, speed limit, then you may get $400 fine. So you see, it's not that we are trying to scare the person. Or if you drive past this speed limit and you hit a pole or a tree, then you may be dead as well. So it's not that we are trying to scare, scare somebody. It's just that we are trying to tell them the, what happens when, you do this. What happens if you don't take care of this? What happens when you don't do this? So these are the ways of keep, keeping people aligned with their spiritual journey. So that they do not end up creating a lot of bad karma. So, this, so that they can live with dharma, live with righteousness. Right? The, this is the way. It's exactly like how we raise kid, uh, kids. That okay, if you don't use the knife properly, you will chop your fingers in, instead of vegetables. If you uh, don't take care of the uh, hot uh, dishes and pans on the stove gas, then you might burn yourself. So we tell them. It's not about scaring somebody. So whenever somebody is explaining them that if you don't do this, if you don't do that, then you will get bad births, bad kind of bodies or you may be here for lifetimes to come. It's not about scaring anybody. It's only and only about telling them, how the universe functions, right? How the heat functions. One can burn themselves. How the sharp objects function. How this universe, what are the laws of karma? What are the laws of the universe? How does these, uh, how, how to reach and attain Paramatma? How to live with the ultimate freedom in life? How to live with ultimate bliss and joy within you? So it's not about scaring somebody. It's an only and only about giving you An idea about what will what will happen if you don't take care of these things. Now another thing that comes out from this Sutra is that Paramatma is considered as the brightest one. So much brightness and illumination is there. Now a lot of people mistake that as light. The visible light that we see. A lot of people mistake that with the visible light. Exactly it's the same mistake that people make when they talk about themselves as a being as an atma a lot of people come and tell me i see the star a blinking star or a star when i'm meditating is that me is well you need to understand first of all all the light that you can see or perceive is actually from the creation from the manifestation right while Paramatma or the Supreme Being is beyond manifestation, is beyond creation. So then there is no question of light and dark. Exactly in the same way you are an eternal being. You are also beyond this creation. Whether creation exists or it's destroyed, you will still exist. So the real you exist beyond all this. So that means there is no perception of light and dark when it comes to you. It's not the light that you see as with visible with these eyes or the light that you perceive during samadhis, during uh, all kinds of uh, deep meditative states whatever light you see in your deep meditative states is the light still from the creation still and you yourself are beyond the creation beyond the manifestation and so is supreme being so never think that if you saw some light in your deep meditative states and it is possible it's it's there a lot of time we perceive as if it's it was light but it's not light if you pay close attention to it in your samadhis, in your uh, deep meditative states. If you play, pay good attention to it, you'll realize it's neither light it's not, nor it's dark. It's like how in dreams. You may perceive in your dreams that, you know, I was doing this, I was doing that. But if you become really conscious, you will realize your dreams do not have a perceivable light at all. You can never... Distinguish whether it was night or whether it was day in your dreams. there There is light. There is perceivable light. But it's not this kind of light that we see from the bulbs or from the sunlight. You'll never see sunlight. Many people come and tell me they have seen those thousand sun or ten thousand sun meditation. And they have seen the sun. And they have seen the light. Yes, it's a perception of light. But still... Always remember, never get into that kind of a misconception or a gyan, okay, that you, what you are seeing is coming from beyond, beyond the creation, beyond the uh, manifestation. No? All light, all sound, light and sound show that we get to see in our deep meditative states, in our samathis is still the part of creation. Is this still the part of manifestation? This is a very, very, very important point to just get into your head. Don't, and I am not saying here that those experiences are not divine in any nature. The entire creation is divine. The entire universe is divine in its own way. But was that a perception coming directly from you as a being, as an Atma? Or was that a direct... Direct perception coming from the Supreme Being, the Paramatma, the God. No, it is not. It is still from the creation. It is still from the manifestation. While the real you, the being, the Atma and the Paramatma, the Supreme Being, both are beyond the manifestation, beyond the creation. Okay? So understand and remember these things. And uh, try to remove all the bad sanskaras, ignorance and vrittis that you have got. Never think about, you know, how far away I am. Only when you realize that you have a bad sanskara, you will know that, you know, I'm still this much away. (laughs) Just this much away (laughs) from Paramatma, from Supreme Being. Namaste. Jai Shiva.